the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. And if you're new here, welcome to Girls with Goals. We're here every Monday talking health, wellness, confidence, life, everything that is a part of it. And today we're talking about body image because that is a huge part of everybody's lives. And it's been Let's a little... just say it's been absolute shit recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've touched on it. And I think that it, it has felt a little bit prominent in both of our lives lately and maybe others as well. Now that I feel like spring, summer is approaching, I feel like that is when those things kind of start to creep back in, become bigger. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Why it's sometimes hard to love your body, how to love your body, and then answering a lot of questions that you guys submit about body image as well. Before we do that, let's get into our highs, lows, and goals of the week. What was your high of the week? My high and low were kind of the same thing, but our roof deck, like in our apartment building, the roof has a grill on it and it has an insane view. But it's been closed because COVID restrictions, but it just opened. And I've been so excited to use it. So booked a slot, did all the things. Like they had to train me and like go, show me how to use everything. And I had to fill out so many forms but because so many rules. But I was so excited to use it. So we invited some friends over for dinner. And I was so excited to like cook and have a good time. And then here's where we get to the low. Is, you know, I thought it's my house right like my i brought the food up i expected we also went to the grocery store and bought food yeah so like we planned prepped and put this event on right and i would i was expecting i was wanting to be the one that grilled and like did the cooking because i enjoy that and that's what i wanted to use the roof for right but my low is that someone else just started doing it and without asking and I think with good intention like wanting like oh you this is your place you bought the food like I'll help out by grilling but like without asking if anyone else wanted to and then I think maybe and Catherine felt 
a little bit uncomfortable to like push yourself in. Oh yeah, like, I wasn't no, gonna like can't. I want to. T- I wasn't gonna take over, but it wasn't even like oh let's we can do it together kind of situation. It was kind of like they wanted to just do it and do it on their own. But that was my kind of low of the situation. Everyone had a good time though. So yeah, overall it was a good night, but that's disappointing when you like planned it. And then Catherine likes to like grill and drive the boat. I feel like you what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, sometimes you like to step into that, like, grill master, I got my boat license <laughs> kind of side like, I like of you. Like, I like to be doing things. Yeah. Like, I enjoy that, but. That just means that we have to book the grill again with our family, because I think that we would have a good time. My so high, my high was actually, I think, for our internships right now, we got to work together, or we are getting to work together to create a cool marketing video and so this past week we got to start filming that and so we went to a camera store got a new tripod for my camera which is nice because now we have a tripod for the camera because the old one we had was broken and like found a cool spot set it up and it was just like fun to be a little bit like directors for the moment even though it was very basic we, we just had people like sitting talking like reading them their script and like showing it to them and stuff but it was just fun for a second to like be on the other side of the mic in the camera and now we get to use our editing skills that we love to use for the podcast and everything like that to put this video together. So that was probably my high. Milo was that we spent a lot of time this week trying to figure out travel plans as we have been spending a lot of time recently. What? How did I forget that as a low? My goodness. That I was... know. It was the low it and was... it took me a while to remember as well. We've been trying to figure out a family trip that we can take while we're in Asia. We're here for just one more month, and it's just been very difficult, so much more difficult than we anticipated, and it's like every time we think we have a plan, something falls through a lot with COVID restrictions. It's it's just really irrational rules that are tripping us up. Like The biggest one is if you are recovered from covid a lot of places won't accept that and still need a pcr but you test positive on a pcr for like 90 days after you've had it so then for no logical reason like i don't i don't know like health rules but i don't think anywhere says that you have to stay quarantined for 30 days 90 days. days or like you're still like that's why the recovered status is a thing right so i mean we know people who are stuck in countries and can't get out right now because they're holding them for like uh, until they test negative on a pcr if someone was if someone was in a different country tested positive they went through their quarantine they still have to quarantine after a week two weeks because they're still testing positive so now they're gonna have to quarantine for another couple months crazy stuff yeah so it's like every time we get down the line with trying to plan a trip it's either somebody can't get in for that reason or the restrictions seem too scary and vague and strict that we're worried that we would get stuck somewhere and not be able to get out but if you you guys listen we have an episode a few episodes back about how and Catherine got stuck in Cambodia. So that would be the low that it's been like so challenging to try to find somewhere. And we really want to take a trip as a family while we're all here together in Asia because I don't think that we'll have this opportunity again. So hopefully a high when we come back next week will be that we have figured something out and our family has a trip on the books to take together before we're out of here. On the books. On the books. Do you have a goal? Mm. I can say mine first because I was just talking about it and thought of it. But... I want to find a good hair product to revive my hair. It's been feeling very dry and dry. Something, I think, <laughs> no, because our friends as well, like, that we've talked to, my hair is really dry. Something about our water is, like, hard. I don't know. I don't know For what sure. it is. But I my hair haven't gotten my, my hair trimmed in a while. My hair is extremely, extremely dry, and I haven't changed anything about what I'm mm. what I'm doing to it, but... Yeah, mine. I, some of us have used Olaplex for years because some of us have stress hair loss. Oh, <laughs> me. Some of us are just experiencing very dry, dead hair right now and want to revive it. So I'm thinking maybe I can try to give myself a little trim and then find a really good like hair oil or mask or something to put in it at night. So that's my goal this week is to figure out a hair routine. 
Okay, well, I think you kind of copied me with that because I just got a new Olaplex two days ago. You did, so. and your hair looks good right now. It's wet, but it looks nice. Completely wet <laughs> and saturated with Olaplex. Um, my goal this week is to read this book at the pool because every time I go down to the pool, because if it's sunny and all I'm doing is reading a book, like, I'm going to go outside, right? That's just the natural progression of how my brain works. But every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and read this book for a moment like why don't I just go outside in the sun and then I get in the sun and then the book is on my iPad and then I can't see the screen so I'm like oh I'll just not read and I'll just like sit in the sun which is still nice but like I want to read the book I feel like when books are on electronics you just get distracted really easily that's actually um I don't find that a problem because I thought I would using an iPad but I haven't found that to be a problem except for when it's in the sun and I can't see the screen what's the book 101 i think is the number 101 essays that'll change the way you stop think. i literally looked at that on amazon like in I'm, the past couple of days because it's written by someone that has the waste. mountain is yeah the mountain is you. you yeah she also has like she has prose books and she has poetry books and she has essay books but good goal i like it if you love listening to girls with goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own then let's talk about anchor First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for postgrad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. So let's talk about body image. More specifically, why we have bad body image and then how to improve it. Why loving your body is important. Ways that you can do that yourself and work on it. And I think the first thing to understand is that bad body image, like, it's a universal experience even if you don't think it is. Like, universal across genders, ages, 
sizes, whatever it is, like literally everyone. Mm -hmm. I think it's such a day-to-day experience because, I mean, think about it. We all live in our own bodies. We all like look in the mirror every day. We all like put clothes on, exist in our bodies. It's the one thing that you're like acknowledging and being aware of. Like you have to be aware of. Almost constantly. Yeah. Like you almost constantly have a perception of like how you feel or how you think you look in a certain moment. And so it's obviously not expected that that is always going to be good but I think that when you experience bad body image moments time periods days whatever it is it can kind of feel like nobody else is struggling with that because how would you know right like it's in their heads you know sometimes people are vocal about insecurities and things but like how would you know in the people, moment I feel like sorry side note people are not like voluntarily vocal about it it's like they feel the urge to bring it's like almost like making of making fun of yourself before other people can make fun of you Mm. to kind of like soften the blow or like let's just get out of the way kind of thing which number one that's not true but that's just how people's brains work i think but if you're not feeling comfortable and you're in a group of people or something or you can you start like making fun of yourself not because other people are thinking that or saying that necessarily but because you're thinking that other people are thinking that about you yeah so you're like well let me just say it yeah before you get the chance to Yeah, so with that, I think that how you perceive other people's body image, like, it's either people don't talk about it or it could be, like, kind of making fun of themselves in a jokey way or something, you know? Like, often, people aren't being very, like, vulnerable and outward. Not that they have to be, but just, like, you're not getting that from people. People, when they're vocal about it, it's not in, like, a vulnerable awareness kind of way. It's more of, like, a let's just add like let's add to it yeah let's make it worse yeah and so because of that I think a lot of the time if you feel those feelings or like have those thoughts about yourself and stuff you probably feel like nobody else is struggling with that at all which is the complete opposite of the truth I honestly think that it is like a core thing that everybody deals with or if you know because we've told you 17,000 times in the past seven months of these podcasts that also, it's been almost seven months, so that's pretty cool. But even if you know other people struggle with body image and other people have body image issues, like, if, even if you know it's a universal thing, when you are dealing with that, that is the last thing that you're going to think of, is feeling that, like, security of it's a normal thing. It's just this emotion, just like any other emotion, it'll pass. It's, like, not indicative of who you are as a person. But when you're feeling that in the moment you don't think that yeah or even if you do even if somebody else like is posting on social media or talking to you and saying that they deal with it too it's like that gives you a little sense of comfort but you're like okay but, but i still feel like this right. that doesn't you know? change the fact that you feel that way because obviously someone can tell you things they can tell you as much as you can possibly hear but you'll never number one know the extent that someone else is feeling that or exactly how someone else is feeling that so even though you know and you can tell yourself that other people feel the same way you can't really feel that other people are feeling the same way does that make sense they feel like they are solely for you and to you and Mm -hmm. not that that's a bad thing or wrong it just it makes it hard to expand your view of what it is Mm -hmm. it's also something that fluctuates so much throughout different time periods and also day to day that I know at least for me when I'm not feeling bad body image then I don't really think of it as something that I need to like work on to prevent in the future or to fix because you know when it's like not prominent you're not feeling it then it's just like not a piece of it but then when it comes on I feel like it is something that's so prominent in my life and it really drags everything down and so when I'm in it I think of it as like, oh, this is like such a problem. I want to fix this. But then when it's not there, I you don't really think about it. But then that makes it harder to like actually improve it long term when you're kind of flipping back and forth so much just as like any emotion comes and goes. But I think that it is something that you actually like have to work on and have to fight against because we have literally been wired to have bad body image. 
like the world profits off of insecurities by selling different diets or products or procedures all of that so like things are designed to perpetuate those insecurities and like force them on you so that other people can sell you things or profit off of them like things are designed to make you feel bad about yourself marketing as a marketing major and then it kind of just becomes embedded in the culture around you like think about also how you've been conditioned by the elders by (laughs) by the elders by your parents by people Mm. like that by movies and tv even as well and everything like when you hear other people picking apart themselves or talking down on themselves or other people whether that's like people around you saying that or whether it's like in movies and tv shows when people are like commenting on other people's bodies or physical appearance or any of those things then you're conditioned to always have those same thoughts of picking yourself apart or picking other people apart or comparing yourself or even just thinking and valuing way too much about what people look like because even if it's not in like a super negative or super comparative way like I think we are very conditioned to put so much thought and value into how we look and how other people look as well like it's kind of it's like a conversation piece it's like everything I just think it's so embedded in everything is like looks and weight and all of that it's the most convenient thing to comment on like it's the easiest way to fill silence or start a conversation with someone whatever it is whether it's like oh you look so great today or on social media I feel like it's different on social media because on TikTok it's more of like strangers commenting to strangers like you see someone post a video about literally anything and if they happen to be skinny comments are all workout routine drop the ab routine like it's all about their body no matter what they're doing someone could be talking about the furthest thing from health and fitness, health, fitness and physical yeah. appearance but that's all people want to know it's like all people seem to care about also don't even get me started the tiktok algorithm only shows you like 13 year old girls maybe not 13 like but like skinny young children right like that's literally what the algorithm favors or i feel like they go in both extremes because at the same time as like people are commenting like, oh my god, you're so, like, I wish I had your body, blah, 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 and that. I also feel like it's very toxic, people being, like, mean about other people's bodies, too. Oh, for sure. People just, number one, again, someone could be posting in that video, like, they're not wanting to talk about or share health, fitness, their diet, or workout routine, right? But then people in the comments are so quick to just say whatever they want. Yeah. Things that, honestly, no one would ever think to say. Mm -hmm. before social media was a thing like people genuinely people don't think that way and if they do that is so concerning yeah yeah i think social media has it's mm. almost like drawing people to search for things to say like people have to sit there and come up with this stuff the things that they're saying in the comments i think social media is great i think social media is an amazing tool and enables so much creativity that Mm -hmm. honestly I would not be as creative as I am if social media wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. I never would be... If social media wasn't a thing, I never would be interested in creativity Mm -hmm. or visual anything. Like, that just wouldn't be a possibility or an idea to me when that is something that I love doing. And I'm really... Like, it's fun and interesting, right? So social media is great. It connects people. It connects places. It connects ideas it makes you think in the right settings, but too much can be too much. And at the same time, though, I think it really has pushed body image issues because you're constantly scrolling, looking at other people, and like and Catherine said, when the algorithm is pushing a certain type of person, a certain body type, because it's eye-catching Which to it people, does. right? People, you stop scrolling when you see someone who you think has a hot body, right? Like, then people watch it more, then it gets pushed to other people. So, like, what you're seeing is, like, a fraction of people 90% of the time, right? Like, it is not evenly distributed to promote all different body types, races, types of people. Like, it's, it's yeah. not. But also, I saw someone make a TikTok and was like, makeup days, like, waiting for makeup days to film TikTok. So even mm. the 1% of people that are being pushed on 
your social media are showing up in their best light, right? So you're seeing the best of the best, if mm-hmm. you will, which is just inaccurate for everyone. For yeah. even the people who you... Because the people that you see and you like, they think the same things. They're yeah. seeing the same things in other people and they view other people and the videos of other people in their best lights. Right, like they turn off their cameras and then they probably like... Feel the exact feel same the, Feel bad about themselves too. Like it does not stop at anyone, honestly. Which I think that it reaches so everyone. so fucked up. Number one, it's pushing people into constantly comparing themselves to a fraction of people that are being pushed online and you're constantly comparing yourself to this like one standard and just like seeing other people one look a certain way but then two also look like they have like unconditional confidence which just isn't true because everyone you see you don't think that they might think or struggle with the same things and then two like we mentioned before it also opens up a place where people are constantly feel like they have the right to comment on other people's bodies not even that they have the right that they are called to Mm. comment (laughs) because a video or picture or something is out there someone is out there and they happen to see it the like fraction of a chance that it ended up on their home screen for sure that means you can be absolutely ruthless and disgusting in the comments Mm. no that's mm-hmm. literally that's not the way it works that's not the way and it is no because it's honestly like unfathomable that some people behave that way yeah is why i can't even put words to it because <laughs> it's just so insanely it just who gave you the right to do mm-hmm. that and if it's not in a negative way and if it's in a positive way even if like you think you're giving someone a compliment if they're being flooded with comments about like how great their body is then yeah, well, maybe each of those people thinks that they're being nice. I also think that then to that person, it's like, oh, okay, now I have to like always show up a certain way. I have to always be like this. I have to like hold up. Like so true. There's one picture thing. that I've put off posting for weeks and weeks because a month ago I posted a picture and it looked like I had abs. So now if I post this picture, people are gonna be like, where like where what happened there? Yeah. Right. So I but I. And I'm like, I can't post that picture because it doesn't match. It doesn't. Fit. It doesn't, it doesn't match like the persona ex- that people have complimented you excuse on before me. or seen right. before. Or if someone is struggling with their body image or an eating disorder or whatever it may be, and they post a picture, and all the comments are body goals, 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 then like someone compliment their eyes jesus like compliment (laughs) something else like there's so much more in that picture like the location or your hair looks really nice or you are glowing is one of is my go-to like i try my hardest not to compliment someone's physical features in an instagram caption sometimes i understand it's difficult because you have like a couple words to hype someone up right but there's so much else to talk about yeah and you never know what is behind that photo like and Catherine said maybe it is a disordered thing maybe the picture is face tuned and then they're like oh people are only complimenting yeah. me when i've edited my body or then that's maybe, a problem maybe there's literally nothing changed to the picture but maybe there's nothing wrong behind the picture but when all the comments are talking about your body then you're like, oh, maybe no, I should be yeah. focused on it. Yeah, and maybe now you're like, I oh, should. I have to continue showing though, up with right, a perfect body. Even though body. they were compliments, they're just like, oh, I have to do more, 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 because that's how people work. And also for anyone who is not the poster, looking through the comments, it just keeps spiraling the idea that your body is everything, that that is like the only value when you're looking at a tiktok of somebody doing something and then you look at the comments and everything is like their body their body their body and then you're like oh so people would only give me attention if i had that body or like my body doesn't compare so i wouldn't get this you know it's just like but also for everybody involved it's a shit show literally everyone but also that's not and that's nothing new mm-hmm. even before social media like body image was a fixation like think about your parents your mom in particular because I feel like it does affect all genders, but I think women in particular have I think women, always been no, women more are more vocal about it. And have also been more targeted by, like, marketing things, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, my mom has friends over, right? Any friends. I would bet so much money that the conversation eventually turns to how they're uncomfortable with their body. 
Mm-hmm. Or like what they're gonna do for weight loss now? Like right. what the new challenges? What the new challenges? When two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, I heard the exact same conversation. Mm-hmm. Because like that's just where the conversation goes. Because that's what they think they should care about, and that's what they've been conditioned. That's what they do to care, care about. about because that's what they have been supposedly supposed to care about, right? For years. But then those conversations, if you're growing up, and you hear those conversations or those comments or whatever it is then you think that too. And then that just keeps going. Then you think that life is about always chasing a certain weight, always not being happy with yourself until something, until you look a certain way. Something that like, I'm sorry, if you're hearing grown women talk about it for years and years and years, is obviously like unrealistic for that type of person. And then it's like, so what? You spend your whole life chasing that thing? And then what? (laughs) I just think that the older generation is horrendous at making this an issue for their children it's not their fault but like low-key it is literally parents i could cite so many sentences and examples parents will comment on things and maybe they think they're being helpful or maybe they think that it's going to be a positive influence even when you're a child do you know how many times i will look back on pictures and like growing up as the literally uh, you look at a picture and all the kids are literally the same size Mm -hmm. when you look at an old picture of yourself or like your group of friends but if you ever grew up as like the athletic one of the front group. <laughs> you think you are an elephant. <laughs> like, genuinely, you think you are the biggest thing to ever walk the earth. So true. I feel like, athlete, like growing up, Literally, like, everyone's like, people oh, like, you're are athletic. athletic. You have such athletic your body. And you're like, you're like what is, shut up. What does that what mean? What does that mean? Can we, was the word, like, I, I guess athletics is not, not, not even a bad str- word No, not even strong. All. Which, like, that's a, obviously, that's a compliment. But even when you're, like, four, five, six years old, and you hear that, you're like, Oh, so earth it's about shattering. my body. You're like, earth shattering. Number one, oh, so it's about my body. I'm literally six. Let's move on. Um, But also, you're like, what does that mean? That just singles you out and it makes you, like, feel so under a magnifying glass in, like, your little group. No, because actually, We talked about, we had Calix on, who, Calix, yeah. if you haven't listened to that episode, I forget what number it, it is, but she was a D1 athlete. You know, she's an athlete now. But growing up as an athlete, athletic person we talked about this before it is just so ingrained in you that like you're gigantic she didn't use these words these are my words Mm -hmm. that you're like gigantic because you have muscles and you're not actually just bones but you have muscle and like i don't know it's just crazy no actually that's it's like, actually crazy no because it's actually- you're literally you're four years old <laughs> you're four years old and you're already thinking that you are the it's number one the worst thing on earth that you are, quote-unquote, athletic. Even though that's, like, a really Even good thing. Even though that's a good thing. And you think you are the most gigantic, ginormous. I remember, like, I didn't. I wouldn't want to take a picture with my friends because then people would see how ginormous I am compared to how small they are. And I look at the same picture back, and I'm like, there's no difference between those two people. Mm-hmm. There's literally not one singular difference. Or if you grew up tall, same thing. Yeah, I don't know the tall experience from experience. But, like, we definitely... We both have more athletic bodies, and so we've heard that our whole lives. But, like, for... Like, it makes no sense because there's no validity to anything. But, it like, you see, you're four years old. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh. That... And someone's maybe like... Maybe four. Maybe, like, ten. Well, whenever... When did you, like, start playing soccer or something? Yeah. I feel like that... Because... Right? Yeah. Anyway. Or, like, or dance, or, like, swim. Like, we both swam. All of a sudden, oh, you're a kid in a bathing sw- suit. Swim. Like, <laughs> and it's, like, you you automatically compare, like, no, oh, swim, everyone else dance. is, like, to th- their shoulders are, aren't as broad as mine, or, like, their legs are so much skinnier or longer or and all that. Or if you're like, a swimmer in a group of non-swimmers, you're, like, turning sideways to walk through the doorway because your shoulder, like, you have wide <laughs> shoulder. Like, what what is going on with your children? So anyway, people just love to push body image on you because it is the most it's the tans- easiest no. compliment it, yeah it's no it's the like... easiest thing to talk about it's the most tangible visible obvious thing like it's just what people talk about just like you compliment someone's shoes like it's easier when someone walks through the door to say oh my gosh i love your shoes because guess what you can see them you can both see them rather mm-hmm. than like your thoughts on <laughs> this are this so are so great <laughs> right that comes later in the conversation if you even get that deep, which if someone compliments your body, 
and like brings up body image in the first 10 seconds like i don't know if the conversation gonna get that deep because now everyone's hurt anyway but people love to focus on body image which or, or people love to focus on your body which in turn affects your body image because that's just always what right. it is when even if every single thing every new one was saying was positive and was a compliment and there was no negativity behind it on your end or on their end later down the line you're just gonna get think it just piles up and it becomes such a center point mm. of everything you do and say and think and blah 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 I think that's probably the root of why, like, you see somebody and you think they're beautiful, you think they have the perfect body, but then they say that they have insecurities or something. Like, if, like, Kendall Jenner saying, like, oh, I'm insecure about this, and you're like, how in the world could you be insecure because You have millions of people telling you you're perfection. But that's why. Because your whole life, the narrative around everything has been your body, your body, your body, so how could you not constantly be thinking about your body and then picking it apart? Right, All the it's time. like, at that point, there's, in your head, it becomes like there's no room for flaws, because yeah. I have to, whether you came to that conclusion because people were pointing out your flaws and telling you that you had to improve them, or because people were telling you you actually don't have any flaws, then you're hyper-focused on not having any flaws mm-hmm. and continuing to show up as that, when you can literally find flaws with anything. So you can take your body and how you show up something that someone else might view as perfect and because someone else's is different you think oh well I don't have that that one like line on my stomach or Mm. eye shape Mm -hmm. let me change that how do you think you're going to change your eye shape or that jawline like recode your DNA that's that's not how it works darling mm. and but oh my god that's god, god forbid think. please do not let designer babies be a thing in the future actually like side note that deep side i understand note. if you want to code out like extreme health problems yes but do not design the way that people look Aesthetics. that's like awful well also another point this side note because someone did a whole like hour-long presentation on this in a class one time research project if designer babies happen then there's they're gonna become pointless in the future because everyone's gonna look the same or everyone's gonna look the same it's gonna be like robot because then if somebody i think the thing with beauty standards now is that they they do change and evolve because there is diversity and so if everybody designed their baby to fit what the standard is now then no one would look different to like break out and then become like a A new new sense of beauty or something yeah that would be really strange it would like maybe stop evolving because no one's gonna ever do anything differently once that becomes locked in as like what the design is weird but all of this i think to say like that everybody struggles with body so true image. so robot babies let's get back to body image <laughs> robot babies, so let's go back to this like sometimes i feel like people won't take me seriously if i talk about body image because i am a generally smaller healthier like fitter person but and so it's men, like no because yeah that's how other people see me but yeah. i don't see myself that way yeah i see myself as oh i can't actually post this fitness content because do i even look like i work out who knows right Like, everybody sees themselves differently than other people see them. And, like, everybody has so many insecurities, feelings, thoughts that, like, you would never see about them and never know about them. I would say, like, I would defend to the earth, like, I'm not insecure. I don't, I'm not, I'm not an insecure person. I have, I still have insecurities. Mm -hmm. That's such a mindfuck. So true. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Well, what I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't, like, nobody is exempt from body image issues, no matter how good you think they look or something, like, because of all these reasons that we've talked about, because it is just so embedded in everything that you hear growing up, in the culture of everything. Like, like nobody is left out of body image issues. Obviously, some people will struggle it, with it more or less, but, like, the way that somebody looks doesn't determine what their body image is you could think that somebody is the most beautiful person ever your standard of beauty you wish that you could look like them and they could struggle so hard you could see somebody else who does not fit the typical mold but they have built confidence within themselves and they don't struggle with bad body image as much like the way that somebody looks does not equal how good or bad their body image is so now that we've had a very long conversation because it's so important about 
why it is normal to experience bad body image and why you're literally conditioned to. Now let's talk about why changing that and trying to improve your body image is so important. And number one, because hating your body is such a waste of time and life. Like it literally is such a waste of time because bad body image, and I know for me at least, and probably for a lot of you guys listening, when you're feeling that way, your mood your perception of yourself, your confidence, it's all completely dropped. And then therefore, you hold yourself back from doing things because all of a sudden, like, your mood is bad. You don't feel like doing something. Like, you just, like, don't want to do something. Alternatively, the times when you're feeling confident or powerful for whatever reason, maybe the sun's shining, maybe you're in a good mood, maybe you're going out with friends and it's just hitting this time because sometimes you go out with friends and it's not hitting and that's when you're all in your head about how... Is the way I'm holding this drink weird? But if you're in a good mood, you literally, that's the last thing on your mind, mm-hmm. right? But same with your body image. If you're in a bad mood, bad headspace, and try and do the same thing, go participate in the same activities, you're going to be hyper aware of how you're presenting yourself and how you're showing up. And guess what? That's not going to show up well. However, same situation, same setting, same activities, whatever you may be doing. If you're in a good mood, a good headspace you're automatically going to just show up with your shoulders back a little, like, chest a little taller, like, you know, having a better energy about you. You're going to come across, present well. And you're not going to be focused on how you're... I'm not going to give examples, but, like, the specific things and unique parts that you pick apart when you have a bad body image moment, right? You're not even going to be aware of those things if you're having a good body image moment. Mm -hmm. They just instantly go away. Yeah. But I, so because of that, I feel like body image like literally rules everything because it shifts your mood so much. It shifts what you think of yourself so much. And therefore, it changes how you experience something. Therefore, it changes what you do and then also how you feel when you do it. Like if you feel like shit about yourself and then you go out to dinner or you go out with people and, like, do something, like, you are not going to have a good time because you're going to be so in your head and you're just going to feel down and drained. But, like and Catherine said, if you're feeling yourself and you're feeling good and you go out and do the same exact thing, but your body image is better, it changes the entire experience. But, also, it changes, I think, whether you have an experience or not. Because how many times have you not done something because you have not felt good in the moment or you felt bad about yourself and so you've just decided like not to do something or how many times have you completely held off on experiences or things altogether because you're like waiting to wear something or waiting to do something until you look a certain way because you think that it's not good enough in the moment or how many times have you like had a beach trip or a vacation or something where you're like oh like if only like, I would have so much more fun or, like, this would be a better experience if I, really? like, would the looked sun, a little bit different. And it's like, really? Would the sun be shining a little brighter? Would the water be clearer and bluer? If you're in a good mood, like, yes, because that's how you perceive it. But, but if your body was different? No. The way your body looks is not going to change the topography of where you are. Like, let's <laughs> get that right first and foremost. And the experience that's happening. And also, sometimes it's it's not even about... But also, I think that it's body image, not your body. Because also, how many times have you, like, felt like you looked like shit and you felt like shit during something and you look back at pictures later and you're like, I looked good. Sorry, this is a side note, a comment um, that is just... It's funny in my head, but I can't... I don't know where to put it. Like, what, what platform to put it on. It's like... You'd be looking back at old... <laughs> it's like, you look back at old pictures and you're like, oh, I wish it looked like that. Still. And like, excuse me, you were like 15 and had an eating disorder. Can we move on? Can we, can, <laughs> can we move let's on? Let's move on. Let's move on. And so that's why I think working on your body and working on your body image, while they can be really hand in hand and tied together, I, 
I think they really have to be worked on separately because no shame whatsoever in wanting to change your body in a certain way. Like that's that's fine, but you have to also work on your body image at the same time because by no means does changing your body or getting into a little bit better shape or something completely solve all your body image issues. Yes, it can if you feel more aligned with the body that you're in, make you feel a bit more confident, but it does not resolve all of the body image issues because it's so deep-rooted and it's just where your brain reverts to. Right. If you want to lose or gain weight or get stronger, become more fit, more healthy, eat better, absolutely. If you want to change your body for the right reasons, go for it. But there is so much more. There's so much more that needs to happen. Like, changing your body will not change your body image. Those are two completely independent things. And while if you're working on them simultaneously simultaneously they can work together really well they can also fight against each other really well too so true and so i think that they are two separate things so let's talk about how you can actually improve your body image some like we usually do when we make different suggestions a lot of things are mindset switches and mental things and then a lot of things are physical actionable things that you can do so we have some to share with you guys you know what i don't miss at all the vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits because personally i just lose all steam i feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change. And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. So the first mindset thing is that you need to ditch the narrative that looking a certain way will make you feel happier. Like we were just saying, your body and your body image, while they can be tied together, it also just is not fully in alignment. Changing your body does not automatically change your body image. It's like really strange, but thinking about the time that I was probably most confident in my body is the time that I was not putting so much pressure on it. And I was just trying to live my happiest, healthiest life. And like I genuinely was feeling like I was living a happy, healthy life. That's when I feel like my body and my body image were both the best. When all of the pressure was not on how my body looked. And I also know that then when I was in more of a restrictive disordered phase, all of the pressure and all of my like Let's call weight, it what it is, an eating disorder. <laughs> all of Let's, my all of you in a, in a, in a I restrictive like, phase. I like to beat it oh, the bush. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, a restrictive phase. <laughs> okay. I like to uh circle around. <laughs> I don't like to claim. You know, when I was eating like very healthy air, like it was the most 
No, it was the most purified air, though. It was, like, dehumidified, too. And I was in the smallest body of my life. It did not automatically make my body image better. It, it just made me place more value on my body and, therefore, be thinking about it more, be letting bad body image hold me back more, all of those things. So, like, changing my body in that way did not fix body image issues at all and i think that there's like an equilibrium point where putting the effort into having your healthiest happiest body like health all-encompassing that then that can funnel into feeling more fulfilled right of course they can amplify you know like they can amplify each other but going going too 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 extreme with trying to change your body will reverse your body image putting too much weight and too much value in your body versus other things even if it's like in a way of love it just makes you value that more than anything else so that when you have more negative moments it was just it's just going to be like times a thousand you know so So, ditch the narrative that looking a certain way will make you feel happier or change everything ditch the narrative that looking a certain way is the biggest influence of whether or not you are good as a person or have a good life or are happy and instead tell yourself that the best body that you can have and exist in is the one that comes when you feel like you're living your happiest healthiest life it's not the other way around right we're taught that it's the other way around when i have the body then i'll be happy no you build the life first and the body follows also important to accept your body type Because there are some things that can literally never be changed. Like how and Catherine said before, we both have very athletic bodies. Like, we've known that since we were children. Right. And there are things that come with each of our body types that... Fat ass, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The non-video podcast is really just like... Yeah, so if you're new to the podcast, we I'm currently sitting sideways on a chair, like, leg up. We often do, or recently we've been having video podcast episodes, both on Spotify and on YouTube. We decided not to turn the video on for this episode because Obviously, I feel like we're it's a very... body image. What are we going to Right. We were like, what, are, what are we going to do? Because when we do video podcast episodes... Here's we... my body looking really good. And then it got like an hour of just back and forth. And yeah. Here's me looking like shit. Oh, and this is me. I look really hot here. And then this is like not so good. Like that helps no one yeah so when we do video podcast episodes we like to put clips in of our lives of the things we're talking about but we were like eh, body image i feel like it's just kind of besides the point to have video for this so you can go watch our other recent episodes but this one is just audio and yes and Catherine's very sprawled out right now um but yeah accepting that there are some things that literally can not be changed about your body right like you can't change your height you can't change your bone structure you can't change where your body likes to store fat you can't change your bone density or the amount of muscle that your body naturally has you can't change (laughs) you're not fat you're just big boned (laughs) that's such a go-to for people to say like what is broad like for why so there are things about your body type that just can't be changed there are things genetically that can't be changed there are things that you can change and improve and work on when you like work to be healthier you work to get stronger you up your fitness game but there are things that you also just can't change about your body so understanding what those are and accepting them is very important to improving your body image also stop judging other people's bodies or like even when you do it subconsciously like because like, i looking think, at them yeah or like analyzing or maybe you could even take that a step further and try to outwardly compliment other people on things other than their body like when you see somebody it's really else fun or because yeah. i i've been trying to do that for like a really long time on social media because that's mm-hmm. the easiest way because 90 percent of the comments are like you look so good like physical comments mm-hmm so, gotta balance it out. Yeah. But it's really fun because once you start looking for them, because you get bored of saying you're glowing, <laughs> even though it's true. Like, you gotta get creative with I it. love saying, like, you and look then, so happy here if someone's right. smiling. And, and then, or, like, love to see you look so happy. But you gotta get creative. And then you realize all these other things mm-hmm. because there's so much else beyond what you'd be looking like. Yeah. I can guarantee that if you see someone in person... And if the first thing you say isn't like, oh my god, you look so good, or that, which, yes, that's a compliment. Like, yes, it's great to tell people that you people look good. People love to hear right? that they and look that you good, compliment right? them. But if you sometimes 
say a compliment that isn't about how someone looks like I guarantee you that that person will remember that compliment and that will boost their confidence for the rest It'll of the also, night because you're prom- used to people coming up to you and being like oh you look so good oh I like your shirt all that and like that's all great say that if you want to but if you can give someone a compliment on something other than their appearance number one that's going to stick out to them and number two it's training your brain to look for things in other people that isn't their appearance and therefore you're going to start appreciating and noticing more things about yourself that aren't about your appearance and number three i promise it'll start better deeper more valuable impactful blah 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 conversations absolutely and better friendships another somewhat mental somewhat actionable thing is push yourself to not let bad body image stop you from doing something when you are experiencing that and life hack if you don't like the way you look don't look turn your mirror around yeah and go about your life put on a sweatshirt and move on this is another tip fix it by ignoring it a little bit I'm going to be honest, that works in this situation a little bit. It does. No, it literally does. So, but if you, like, have plans or you have something or, like, something that you've been looking forward to doing and you're going to the beach or something and then all of a sudden you're just, like, dragged down because you're having a bad body image moment, like, do everything you can to, like, make yourself feel a bit better or ignore it in that moment and follow through with the thing that you want to do because you're going to look back and be really happy that you gave yourself an experience and you did the thing versus letting yourself just, like, sit with yourself being mean to yourself, you know? Don't let bad body image stop you from doing something or do what you can to try to push forward from that. And if you do feel like shit in the moment, like Catherine said, (laughs) don't look. Don't look. Put on baggy clothes, honestly. Like, if I don't feel good about myself, like, in no world am I going to then, like, put on tight clothes or, like, little shorts and a crop top. Like, no. That's when I'm going to put on a big t-shirt or a hoodie or something. Putting on baggier clothes isn't making the problem worse. What's making the problem worse is if you feel like absolute ass crack and you put on some jean shorts... What do you think that's going to do? It's going to make it worse. Jean shorts in particular. And I I was specific. Jean shorts. Jean shorts make me feel bad. I'm yet to, Sometimes. I, I want to find a good pair because I think they can be cute, but I would like to find a pair of jean shorts that makes me feel good because they usually don't. They're just, like, not good. But if you... And also, like, if you put on clothes that you know are going to make you feel uncomfortable, have you ever, even if you're feeling good in the moment and you put on... The, like that shirt that you don't wear because it doesn't make you feel great or the pair of pants that is maybe a size too big or a size too small even if you didn't feel bad before you're gonna go out and you're gonna be like oh my god all eyes are on me because they know that my pants are really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like you're just gonna be hyper aware and that's just not not what it's about that's not gonna Mm -hmm. that's not gonna make anything better so Wearing clothes that don't make you hyper-aware of how your body looks and feels in them. Because if you wear baggier clothes, you don't really know where your body ends and the clothes start kind of thing. Mm. Which, that is one point, if you wear that all the time, that can add to making you feel gross, right? If you just, like, Mm -hmm. never put on real clothes. However, if you put on real clothes when you're having a bad body image day... You are so hyper aware of like, these are the clothes and these, this is my body. And I know exactly the point where my stomach is pushing on my button, my pants button right now. And I know exactly the point where it ends half a centimeter too high above my ankle. Like all the random shit that Mm -hmm. you only know when you're feeling bad Mm -hmm. is like so amplified if you have to wear tight clothes that in that setting are uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you are not feeling good in the moment, put on the comfortable, more baggy clothes. Even, like, if you're going out somewhere and you don't want to wear sweatpants or something, like, if you have, like, a like a good, like, loose pair of pants or, like, a not cropped, like, not super tight cropped up, like, maybe have some of those things so that you feel like you can have go-to outfits to go out in. Baggy jeans are you in don't style. feel I'm that gonna, great. So. Yeah. Also, having the clothes that you always wear also fit and feel good like not even just when you're having a bad body image moment but just like 
having clothes that fit and feel good. That's what all clothes should be. And if summer comes around and you go to put on clothes from last summer or something, they don't fit you right. They don't feel good. Set them aside and don't wear them this summer. Like, you don't need to keep around clothes or try to wear clothes that don't fit you right, that don't make you feel good. Because if they don't make you feel good, then what are you doing Episode with Episode something, I forget. Things to get rid of. Point four. You made that up. I forget what point it was. Crusty ass clothes. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. Donate them. Give them to your friends that yeah. maybe want them. That you, if you're done with them, if it doesn't make you feel good, mm-hmm. you don't need to keep it. And make sure that you have some staple clothes that fit you right, that feel good. Like I'm very much at a point my in my life right now. Jeans and like yeah, three shirts where I want to be so much more minimal with things because I feel like in the past up until now like I've just bought things like if they're okay or if they're like good enough or something and now I'm like I would rather spend more time searching or more money on things that genuinely make me feel confident fit right feel good and are good quality that I'll just like wear over and over again this one pair of Levi's jeans that we share ribcage yeah we share them because we share them them. because we can't decide they're probably a hundred dollars which which is like a normal price for jeans but a hundred dollars is a lot of money right you can't just be spending a hundred dollars every day on jeans but worth it because we i actually haven't worn them in a long time but Mm -hmm. because we wear them like literally every single day like it is so worth it it is so worth it because number one they actually fit right and they are good Mm -hmm. and number two i don't care like would you rather spend $100 on a pair of jeans that you're going to wear every other day for four years straight? Or would you rather spend $25? Yeah. I don't know if they even make jeans for $25. But would you rather spend $25 on a pair of jeans every few months? Because they don't fit right and they're also bad quality and like... Yeah, and they don't make you feel good. It's financial responsibility. Exactly. And I want to take the same perspective for bathing suits this summer. Because I feel like I have a lot of bathing suits collected where a lot of them, like, don't fit me perfectly or, like, I don't feel super confident in them. And it's, like, I want to just find a few bathing suits that, like, fit me perfectly, are functional, makes you feel good and comfortable. And so I want to find what those perfect ones are for me because I have some good ones, but I feel like there are some out there that would just, like, really elevate things and just, like, make me feel confident. A physical thing is to and make sure that you have clothes that fit and feel good and if things are not doing that for you then get rid of them or set them aside and don't pay them attention right now other physical things that you can do to feel better about your body is to make your body feel good right because aside from what your body looks like how my body feels affects my body image so much if i am feeling like I have gotten bad sleep, if I am totally stressed out, if I have not been giving my body nutritious food or I haven't been moving my body, then I feel bad about my body. Like, if I'm not doing the things to make my body feel good, then I don't feel good about it. And that makes a lot of sense when you say it that way. So, a workout routine that makes you feel good and just moving your body, focusing on eating nutritious foods gut health is huge for me because my stomach like physically feeling good affects how my entire body feels and then how I feel about myself so focusing on my gut health with foods that I know don't upset my stomach things that improve my gut health that is huge for me and affects me so much decreasing stress because when you're just all stressed out about other things then I feel like that just impacts how you feel about yourself as well because maybe it's like I don't know what it is maybe it's like a comfort thing like you're stressed out about other things and then you're just like kind of revert like you just like kind of pull back and feel bad about yourself in those ways so any way to decrease stress in your life which getting good sleep is a huge piece of that and just making sure that you're doing fulfilling things in a range of areas of your life and not putting too much stress in any one thing that's gonna like totally stress you out but, and, and it's hard, like, it's hard to ever eliminate stress altogether, but I do notice for me that times when I'm particularly stressed or not sleeping well, like, bad body image 
is heightened for me then. Because it's literally all in your head. Another actionable thing is anything like self-care where you're just like doing something nice for your body. Like I said, my goal this week is to focus on hair care and making my hair feel better because that will in turn make me feel better and probably improve my body image if I feel like I'm doing good things for my hair as well. But like, you know, you feel good when you like exfoliate and moisturize and like do those self-care things for yourself. Or if it's like cleaning your environment and lighting a candle or some essential oils or things in your room, like doing nice things for yourself will make you feel better about yourself. And then sometimes you just have to force the confidence. Pick up your shoulders, stand up tall, like If you act like somebody with confidence and healthy body image in the moment, then you can start to feel that way. Sorry, confidence is a choice because it's not real in the sense that we think it's real. Yeah. It's not real in the way we think it is. It's real in the way that confident people aren't confident because... Confident people aren't confident because of the way they look or the things they do or all of the positive good things about them, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Confident people are confident because they know all the good things, and they know all the bad things, and they still choose to present themselves. I like that. End of sentence. And lastly, listen to your body, because ultimately I think having good body images by having a good relationship with yourself and your body in general, and I think you can really build that by just trusting your body and listening to different things like when you have energy to get out then go get the energy out when you're tired rest when you're hungry eat you know like if you can just listen to your body's natural things and have a little more trust in your body then that's really impactful in the relationship you have with yourself and then in turn how you think about yourself and your body image And before we say goodbye today, I also want to share with you guys that I am relaunching my fitness program, Change with Caroline, to be more than just a fitness program and a lifestyle program. This is something that I'm so proud of because I feel like it embodies all of my beliefs, all of my values, and it gives you something that puts fitness and nutrition hand in hand with self-confidence and body image. I've created this program to help you live a more healthy, confident, happy lifestyle by combining fitness and nutrition with mindset, goal setting, body image, self-confidence, and so many other things that I think make up a well-rounded life. That's launching in just a few weeks, and everybody who's on the waitlist beforehand is going to get an exclusive discount as well as it'll just help you stay up to date with all the updates for that. The waitlist doesn't tie you in. It just makes sure that you're in the loop and you're able to get that discount. So if you want to learn more about this program and you think that it's something that you want to join because it truly is such a unique, one-of-a-kind program, then I will have the link to the waitlist in the notes of this episode so you guys can go check it out. We hope you loved this episode and we will see you next Monday. Bye! Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.